We are Coming In Hot, the podcast. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Thank you live from Airplay Beats for the intro music. We are recording live from Darling New Media Studios in Midtown Sac. Now today, we are continuing our Calling All Dreamers contestants. And today, we got Federico from Gusto Gaucho in the building. What up, man? How you doing, Federico? Yeah, well, good, good. How are you? How are um, you today? Hey, I'm doing very, I'm doing well, man. Just out here, you know, trying to grind just like you, you know, Dang trying up. to, trying to keep a business afloat just like you, you know what I mean? So, yep. uh, Federico Garcia, Gusto Gaucho, uh, mm-hmm. an Argentine, Argentine bakery cafe. Correct. So yes. let's take it back from the beginning. Where are you from? How did Gusto Gaucho come come about? Why calling all dreamers? So first, where are you from, man? I am from Mendoza, Argentina, the land of the Malbec. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is on the mountains next to Chile. Okay. Um, high altitude. And I was born and raised there and moved here when I was 27 years old in 2014. So what was the first 27 of you, uh, 27 years of your uh, life like down in Argentina? You know, like, um, <sighs> were, were, were your parents bakers? Like, how, how did we get from Argentina, you know, growing up to now in SAC doing your thing? We're calling all dreamers. So how was it growing up there, man? A lot of memories. Uh, it was pretty nice. I played with my neighborhood friends at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Then I went to a club near my house. I played basketball growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played basketball probably for 15 years. Oh, wow. I am a Manu Genovili fan for sure. <laughs> and I studied after I finished, I finished high school. I studied engineering. I got my degree in, in industrial engineering, worked for a couple of years in a ferroloy company. They melted rocks to make special um, components for iron makers or mm-hmm. for um, um, for casting metals. Mm-hmm. Um, I met my, my current wife. My wife, um, she is from here, but I met her in Mendoza. Mm. And then she lived in Mendoza for a year, a year plus. And then came back to finish her master. And then, yeah, it was my turn to come here and live here for a time. Okay. Um, I I ended up staying here. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you, you meet your wife. You know, she's like, hey, I got to go back to the States for, you know, my master's degree. You know, you have the engineering background. So were you like, cool, you know, I could go there, get an engineering, you know, uh, job. You know, what was was that yeah. the plan? Like, mm-hmm. how, how did this, how did it come about where, you know, it had to be a conversation? I, I'm sure, you know, you're in love. Your love's about to come back to the States. Or are you just like, I can't let you go, baby? You know, like, you know, I'm going to roll with you. Yeah. Um, You know, I have always loved um, cooking. I always loved food. Indeed, when I, while I was studying engineering, I was thinking of changing to to the chef career. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
But well, my mom insisted that I should finish engineering first, mm-hmm. and that is what I did. Yes. And I am glad because of that. And I always wanted to combine my passion for food with my engineering knowledge. Um, so when I came here to the United States, uh, it is the, the land of the, where the dreams come true, mm-hmm. <laughs> where you can work for your, for your dreams. I said, after working as an engineer, I said, okay, it's probably a good time to start working on my dream. Okay. To to create something where I can I can share my culture, where I can share the flavors of my country, because I couldn't find anything here, and I miss them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, so it's, it's hard. It's hard to find the Argentine, uh, you know, cuisine, especially in Sacramento. Um, you, we're gonna have to get there in a little bit, but I just want to, you know, uh, finish, you know, how you know how we got here. And, you know, one thing that you said was, you know, my mom was telling me to finish schools, something that I went through. Um, I, I just wasn't, I wasn't book savvy. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it, like, and I love playing sports. I played basketball just like you, you know, I I played soccer for 11 years. Um, I, I played baseball I wasn't as good in baseball. I was just kind of hanging out with friends, you know, but, um, at the end of the day, it was more of, you know, I could continue, you know, struggling in school. It took me a lot to get, you know, a A's, you know, a lot to get B's. I was more of an average, you know, C plus solid C student. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so when I, when I found the kitchen, I was like, cool, this is kind of like being on a sports team, you know? So I kind of just, this fell deep into the love of the kitchen passion for food that I already had growing up, but the challenging of creating new dishes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, you know, and I know you said you played basketball for 17 years. I'm sure that's kind of the feeling that you have is like, all right, something bad happened yesterday. You can't keep it. You know, you got to let it go. You got to find a new path. You got to, you got to make yourself better. So am I speaking the truth of how that is for you right now? Like how, how is it going from being a mechanical engineer and a little side note, there's a lot of engineers that I've crossed paths with in the kitchen. You know, uh, it, it kind of seems like it. Yeah, it kind of seems like it's a seamless. I don't know what it is, but it just kind of seems mm-hmm. like a lot of engineers land in the kitchens or they graduate from their masters or something that you did, you know, and then you're like, oh, I could combine both. So how is it transitioning from being this mechanical and engineer to being you know, a chef and owning your own restaurant. And are you doing events right now? Or is this just start from scratch business plan, getting everything in line to open your first business? Well, um, first I am a, a, an industrial engineer. Industrial. <laughs> sorry, man. No, no, no my, my, my stepdad's a mechanical engineer. That's why <laughs> I had it in my head. Sorry about that. No, no, it's fine. Um, you know, it's a methodic uh, path that I went through. I, as, a, as an industrial engineer, I know a lot about processes, and I, I know a lot about um, make them more efficient. 
So at the beginning, I started, I did events, I did farmer ma- farmers markets and events because I wanted to know if people liked the product. Mm-hmm. I started making the empanadas to share them with family, friends. They like them, but I said, okay, they are my friends and they are eating for, and they are eating for free. So <laughs> they're going to tell me that they like it. Yep. <laughs> so I did farmers market events and that helped me to improve the production and also change the flavors a little bit to adapt them to the Californian palate. Mm-hmm. You'll be more spicy, maybe with chimichurri. People, people here love salsa. Love some chimichurri around here, yeah. yes. <laughs> so I did some market and events, and that is how I, I, I found that the niche that, okay, people like this product. I might be able to open a space and... Again, combine my my passion with my knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I've been working in this project for since 2017. Mm. I did farmers market, I think, in 2018 mm-hmm. for a year and a half. Um, and then I was ready to open, a, not ready, but I wanted to open a brick and mortar. But then COVID hit. Mm. I said, okay, it is probably not a good time to open now. Mm-hmm. So I I waited, and while I was waiting, I took um, baking courses. Okay. Argentine baking courses, and that, that is where I learned how to make pastries, um, well, and bread, mm-hmm. and other kind of baked goods. Mm-hmm. And I have also worked with my brother. He has two bakeries in Mendoza. Mm. So I have some knowledge on bakery. Um, well, I am finally been able to, to get together all the ideas. I have my, the products that I want to start with. Mm-hmm. And thanks to calling all dreamers, I've been able to, to make my business business stuff sharper to be able to get along and open a space hopefully soon. Yeah. So when you're growing up in Argentina and you said your brother has two bakeries where you're from, like, is that something that's been in your family, you know, this whole time where you guys are around the tables, you're making empanadas, you're making other baked goods. Is that something that you grew up with, with your brother and your mom? You know, like, was that a part of your, your upbringing, a part of your culture out there? Yes. Actually, my parents used to make pastries to sell them, but actually they were employee all their life. My mm-hmm. mom was a teacher and my dad worked, worked for the health department okay. back there. Um, yeah, we always grew up cooking. We are a big family. I am the youngest of six. Oh, wow. So if you wanted something, you wanted you can you can you have to cook it for yourself. Yeah. And they weren't going to go and cook it. Yeah, last <laughs> one to get a plate over there. Huh? <laughs> so I think that, that helped me to to yeah to increase my passion for cooking for food. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my brother he's a chef. He worked in Italy for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. then came back to Mendoza. Went back to Mendoza, and then he opened the he did catering and. Yeah, in the end, he opened the bakery. Okay. The bakeries. One bakery, and after a couple of years, he opened the second one, Sensa Bakery. So give me, um, 
give me an Argent, Argentina meal, you know, like you, your brother, your parents, like cooked. Like what? what is, paint me a picture of okay. what that meal is because a lot of people, you know, like we know South America, but, you know, like right. when you start getting into Argentina, Chile, you know, things like that, you know, there's there's a difference, you know, some are coastal, oh, yeah. some are a little bit more inland, you know. So paint me a picture of what a meal, a Sunday meal at Federico's house growing up in Argentina is. So Sunday meals is always asado. Asado, um, we are descending uh, from uh, from Italy. We have an uh, immigrant. Mm-hmm. So also many people eat pasta, spaghetti. Okay. Or, Usually the grandma makes the spaghetti and invites everybody. Mm-hmm. If not spaghetti, asado, when barbecue. When you walk outside, maybe to buy the bread because we don't need tortillas there. We don't need beans. We eat bread and we, <laughs> we eat salads. Our salads are pretty simple, but where you can taste the actual flavor is our tomato salad is mm-hmm. tomatoes and onions. Yep. <laughs> and yep. some olive and salt. And then we have the beef, uh, chorizo, mm. like Italian sausage, and with sweet bread. The sweet bread is a gland, mm-hmm. actually, that I, I am glad that I found, I found it here. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is probably get like a Sunday meal, like a barbecue in family with the bread, the salad, and after the barbecue, you have the desserts probably some ice cream, probably some pasta flora or ricotta torts. Yeah, just an all-day all event, right? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> all-day all eating. Then you play cards with the family. You, we have a national game that is called Truco. Okay, uh, what's Truco? Truco is like a, it is a, a strategic game that you can play in teams. Mm-hmm. Usually it's three on three on three. Mm-hmm. Um, you play the... the the cards are like, I think uh, they here are not like a Mexican card. So they are like a Spanish. We call it the Spanish card. Okay. So it's a different, um, you play until you, you make it to 30 points basically. Okay. And it is divided. It's pretty hard to explain. <laughs> to <learn. laughs> no, it kind of sound like, you know, spades. That's what we do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got a team and you're trying to, you know, build, you know, build houses, what they call it, you know, where, you know, like that's your points. And if you get three houses and you win. So, yeah, it sounds, sounds a little similar to something that I grew up with. Um, so, you know, we're here to talk about calling all dreamers. Um, as, as you might know, uh, I won the 2019, uh, calling all dreamers with uh, Nash yes. and proper. So, you know, I just wanted to get everybody on here that was willing to come on and kind of talk about where you are in the, in your process, you know, like how, how your mentors treating you, how this whole competition pretty much takes over you know, whatever you're doing, you might still be doing your, your farmer's markets and stuff on the weekend, but you're constantly working on this business plan. You're constantly waiting for the score pitch followed by the final pitch to the, the calling all dreamers board. So, you know, like you apply and I heard that you applied quite a few times and this time you made it in. Is this correct? 
No, actually, this is the no? first time. No, okay. That I oh, this is the first time you applied. Okay. Yes. All right. So, well, I am happy that I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you must have been talking to the right people because they already knew who you were. So, it must have oh, just nice. been with the farmers market. They 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 uh, knew you from there. But what? How is the process of you know you you put you put your plan through? They contact you. Hey, you're in the, you know, you're in the quarterfinals. We're going to be breaking it down to the fi- the semifinals, which is 10. And this year, a record seven final is going through. So you have a little bit more competition. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's maybe, good. That's maybe, good. You should have, you, maybe you should have, uh, you know, apply back in the day because you would, <laughs> you would have had so many people you up against and they're all solid, solid companies. So yep. take me to, you know, like you get in the phone call that you're, you're in, um, and the, your process so far. Well, I learned about the Cardinal Dreamer contest in back in maybe 2018, 2018 on the Cesar Chavez Plaza because they used to have um, they, used to, they used to promote the events there mm-hmm. and there is what I found about it and I said okay this is probably something that can help me open my own space so I wanted to apply in 2018 but mm-hmm. uh, sorry 2020 but they weren't taking it, it didn't it, it didn't happen on 2020 so mm-hmm. they moved it to 2021 and uh, they they asked for a pitch video. I think that there was the hardest part for me. It is yeah. <laughs> talking about I, yourself. I know. I, I, I don't like cameras. I don't like talking about myself. <laughs> okay. It <laughs> is something that I have to work for. Um, so I've been working with. And well, then they asked me for a business plan with certain points. Mm-hmm. I think that it is important to have what they asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it is important to be clear with the concept, with the idea. Um, I've been focused. On, I've been focusing and trying to present always a quality, quality business plan mm-hmm. with what they ask. Uh, um, well, I I applied. Uh, I applied by back in August, mm-hmm. and then I was told that I made it to the semifinal. Mm-hmm. So semifinals. So yes, that made me super happy because it's like okay, one step forward. Um, and once I was on the semifinals, they they ask you they ask you ask us to for a second update with uh, with more information about the business plan. They pair us with a score mentor, which is great. I I work with Giri. He has a lot of experience in coffee, so mm-hmm. and that is something that I need. So mm-hmm. um, that he has been helping me to to define better the idea, probably to make it more consi- consistent about what I want to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, he brings me to the realities. He makes me think of things that will happen mm-hmm. after if I when I open. Um, well, after that, I found out that I am one of the finalists. Um, yeah, I am. I am really, really excited with that because I I think that I am more solid with my idea. I have a 
competitive business plan where mm -hmm. if I don't make it because there are great, if I don't win because there are great projects there, I, I still will be able to probably ask for a loan to present my project to a landlord and mm -hmm. finally open, which it is my ultimately goal okay. if I don't win. So um, I, I think that this whole calling out dreamer process helped me to get more solid of what I want. Yeah. And that's what I got out of it. You know, um, I, you know, I, I came in to the contest and I, I've mentioned it before on here, like very cocky, you know, like I, I, we were already, you know, on the way up, you know, mm -hmm. uh, my business partner, Jake, he's the one that kind of said, Hey, we should do calling all dreamers. And I was like, you know what? Like we're, I think we're past that point where we got to, you know, pitch an idea and get a place downtown. A yeah, we already had a business and we were booming. Like we were the mm -hmm. most popular thing in oh, Sacramento nice. at the time. And, you know, we, we, we were out maybe like six months, but we just made a big splash and, mm -hmm. you know, the right people came and ate the food. And it was just like one of those microcosms where everything just kind of happened at once, you know, um, one of those things that you, the way you off. yeah, <laughs> it, it'll probably never happen again. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I came in cocky and, you know, like I, um, Tanya even tell you, like I wrote, you know, just this little piece of paper, like, yeah, Nash and Proper, we're interested, you know, and they picked us to, you know, go on to the next one because I just did it like whatever kind of thing, you know. Right. And they, they picked us and they're like, oh, do your business plan and this and that. And we had this deadline and I just didn't even you know, I didn't do anything. I had a business plan because I, I've just been working on it because right. I wanted to grow the business, of course. And I, so I submitted the business plan on the very last day, just because like, I, you know, Jake, I thought he was going to forget about it. So I, <laughs> so I didn't even like say anything because I didn't want yeah. anything to do. We were already, we were busy. I think right. we had our third truck being built. Like we were going to aftershock. We we're going to bottle rock. So we were busy, busy. And yeah. you know, like he just texts me one day and he's like, Hey, did you, did you send the rest of that stuff to calling all dreamers? And I was just like, and I told him, I was like, you know what, man, I don't think it's for us. You know, like, I think we're a little past right. this. Like, what are we doing here? And he's like, well, let's just try. So I, I press send. And then again, they call me back. Oh, you're a finalist. And I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. So, <laughs> so we, we, you know, like, but going through that process and this is what I've been telling everybody that's been on here so far, Federico, when you go to the score, um, when you go to your score pitch, mm -hmm. it's going to be brutal and they're going to break you down and they're going to, you know, like they're going to find all these holes that are in your business plan, even though, you know, I know you're comfortable with your business plan right now, but they're going to find something. Oh yeah. But, and so many details, so many things that you have to think Exactly. About and, and the thing about it is, I could have walked out that room, said, I'm done. I never want to do this again. But for some reason, it clicked. 
that I need to take this more seriously. You know, like at that moment, I was like, we could win this thing. And that's what my score mentor said. He said, you could win this thing, but you got to be in it. You can't be, you know, like, oh, I got this. I got that. I got the other. Right. If, this, if you want to win this thing, you have to prove through your business plan, through your numbers. You got to talk through your numbers to these guys. And that's mm -hmm. how you're going to win. And I took it as, again, the sports. You know, like yeah, we're that is that is what I was thinking. Yeah, we're not here to lose. Out, right? <laughs> you know, like come on, you got to do it, man. Yeah, we play we play to win. And yeah. that just kicked in me like I need to play this thing to win. So I went there, you know, I took everything that they said. I went to that final um that final pitch in front of the Calling All Dreamers board and you know, we we got it. You know what I mean? And um it was it was through that score where I was like, you know what? I need to take this thing more seriously. So my advice to you is, first of all, bring whatever food you're about to be selling because I didn't bring any food. You yeah. know, like I was just like, yeah. Your former competitors are not really, yeah. <laughs> really, really coming with that. No, so yeah, exactly. They were like, we don't know what Nash and Proper is. Like, what do you, and I had these poster boards. I was like, look, this is what we serve. Like, they were popular. They didn't care. You know, they're like, well, you got poster boards. Yeah, we get it, right. but we don't get it. So first, bring your food. Second, have, know your numbers. Cause those yes. those score mentors, that's all they've been dealing with their whole life is numbers. So mm -hmm. know those numbers. I don't know if you have business partners. Make sure they know the numbers. You know, <laughs> um, so that that's you know like the main thing that you're trying to get through to these score mentors to get to that next level. You know, yeah. um, so food is the first thing. And one thing that I don't think we really uh, got to. What is on your menu? Because I know you mentioned empanadas, um, and then you went into the baking part of things. I know you bake empanadas, but is there other baked goods that you're going to be doing, or are we talking about an empanada brick and mortar or in Argentina with the grilled meats? Like, where where are we going with this concept? Well, uh, what I want to bring to Sacramento is variety. Mm -hmm. I want to bring variety. I want people to buy by the dozen, by the dozen of empanadas. I have uh, uh, currently four kinds of empanadas. Mm -hmm. Which ones chicken, are those? The chicken, the traditional beef, safija, that, that is made with lemon, meats, some onions and beef, the tomato, and then I have the caprese. Oh. I, I plan on having the vegan, vegan empanada and more kind of empanadas. Mm -hmm. So people can go and probably have one empanada with the salad at my, at my, at my space or buy 12 empanadas to share them with the family, with the co-workers. Okay. And then on the other hand, I will have pastries also. Okay. I will have, I have the pastries and I'm trying to also bring like new flavors of flavors that are not really common here in Sacramento, like uh, ricotta, ricotta pastry, dulce de leche, which it is really popular in Argentina, guava, mm -hmm. queen's paste. So I'm trying to to bring um, yeah new flavors and the size. Also, I want people to buy the 
also by the dozen with share or if, if you go if you go to my coffee the size of my pastry a little bit smaller than what you find here mm-hmm. because i want people to go and buy two pastries i want them to try variety mm-hmm. that is probably what i want to differentiate with the different bakeries because i want people to try two or three empanadas sorry two or three pastries with the coffee in the morning or mm-hmm. in the afternoon I also plan on having bread, also uh, to make sandwiches and probably simple salads that they can they can go with the sandwich or the empanada. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to bring mate. Mate is a, an energetic drink that we drink a lot. We have a lot in Argentina. Okay, people are not going to be able to see it. But I am having mate right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. um, it is a it is a tea it is like a tea and so yeah i will have mate different mate flavors um cold and hot and also cafe i want them because when you buy pastries or empanadas you want to have a coffee mm-hmm. um, i will have other beverages um in the future I'll, i will like to increase the beverage menu probably mm-hmm. have some wine bar or beer but that is going to be more in the future. So, yeah. because I want to make sure that I, I know the products that I am starting with and I want them to be the best quality as possible. And you, you're the only one doing all this. Well, I am the only one planning it. <laughs> <laughs> I have my wife, that she's my right, my right hand right now. She, okay. she helps me a lot, especially with social media, mm-hmm. which I'm not really good at. Um, yeah, me neither, man. Um, <laughs> but in but in the future, when I open, I will have a baker with experience, and I will be doing more the management side, okay. which it is what I like. So basically, yeah, I am also trying to find the spots that I am better at, uh, um, yeah, so I can work on it. I will be doing more the management side, but yeah, right now is myself and with the help of my wife and of course the mentors. And I also put together because I think it's super important having like a working network. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've been working with NorCal um, SBDC for a restaurant program. So I have some people there that they have restaurants already. I've been working uh, also with my brother, uh, he asked, I, I am able to ask him directly uh, questions about the, their, his bakery. Mm-hmm. I also work with bakers to be able to improve my products mm-hmm. because even though I am not going to be making my products, I, I want to make sure that they are, they are good. And I want to be able to teach or to show the baker, the products that I want. Oh yeah. So it is, I've been putting together support network. So, because yes, uh, I don't think you can run it by yourself and the more people with experience you have, the better. It's probably easier maybe to shoot a call to someone and say, hey, I think I'm having problems with this or with that. And hear different voices. And in the end, you take the, you make the decision, but at least go and share it with your support network. 
Okay. No, I, that's that's what you're supposed to do, and that's what these networks are out there for. And you know, I'm I'm always here for you too, Federico. Thank if you, you. Need to navigate these, these downtown waters, <laughs> you know, I'm, I know. I, I'm your guy. You know, so um, you know, just just hit me up anytime, anytime you got a question, especially you know uh, involving the contest, and I'll, I'll help you uh, anywhere I can. Um, one thing that we never, I never even asked you is what's gusto gaucho mean, man? <laughs> so gusto means taste in, uh, in Spanish. Um, gaucho is uh, the Argentinian cowboy. Mm -hmm. So what do we need to transmit? Because it starts with the empanada is a country flavor. I mm -hmm. the gaucho is the person that works on the, on the country and, he has to be resourceful with whatever he has in hand. Um, um, he works hard. He he always um, works. Uh, goes through challenges, and he has to yeah. He has to make it through. So that is probably what I wanted to transmit, like country flavor, mm -hmm. but also this gaucho inspiration that i have isn't gaucho like um it's like a cowboy right right it is yeah, a, yeah. like a cowboy it's okay. the argentinian cowboy they eat a lot of barbecue for sure <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sada yeah <laughs> all right so what's what's the goal with the brick and mortar man like what what are you trying to do are you trying to scale this thing are you trying to be you know national or are you just trying to hey you know, let's do the Sacramento one. Let's, you know, get our family involved and grow this thing. Like, you know, and just mm. have like a little small mom and pop. Like what's, what's the goal with the brick and mortar? Cause you're almost there. That is a great question. Um, <laughs> and I have a lot of goals. <laughs> we all do, buddy. <laughs> but the, the idea is to basically bring everybody to try the pastries and the empanadas. So I want to focus in volume. I want people to buy by the dozen. I want people to share. Um, so that is my, my goal. My goal is for people to go to my business, buy and take them from there. Um, I would like in the future to go to the supermarkets probably or going to, or go to the wholesale area there are a lot of coffee shops that mm -hmm. they don't bake their own products mm -hmm. so i think that there is a great potential there um and the idea is to yeah is to bring more to to open more more um, the bakeries at least in sacramento and then expand it uh, every, everywhere but little by little i want to make sure that at, at least the vegan merchant that i am opening works and then i, I would like to start expanding it to the wholesale i think are wholesale, you frozen okay no that's a great idea um are you planning on baking in-house or are you gonna have a commercial kitchen outside the restaurant uh where you're baking all your stuff and then you're bringing it in every morning like what what is that looking like to you because i know there's a few bakeries out there on the market right now so um what what's your plan with that my goal is to bake in house mm -hmm. so people can try can taste the product fresh mm -hmm. I, I i will be baking constantly 
So that is um, the main idea to to bake there, and I also would like to have like a frozen line so people can take them home and bake them at their own pace. Um, especially the empanadas and some pastries. Um, but yeah, I wanna I wanna have like a the bakery in house. Okay, that sounds great. Um, what? So you got this prize package if you win. What, you know, we, we all know there's money involved, but everything isn't money in this thing. You got attorneys, you got, you know, uh, marketing people, you got network people. So, you know, like what, what are some of the things that you have planned, uh, if you win this, uh, competition? Well, I definitely want to take advantage of the marketing people. I would like to have a a very friendly or user-friendly websites. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be able to, to, yeah, to promote my, the image of the, my vision with my bakery. Mm-hmm. Also on the legal side, it's important to be able to, to make an, a, the LLC properly or probably corporation. Mm-hmm. So that, in a, that is a great, the biggest price of this contest is the whole team that they put together for you to be able to hit the, hit the ground running. Yeah. And, um, and one, one thing that uh, a lot of people don't know about the contest is the contest win, lose or draw. You don't lose the people involved. Like you still have your mentors. You still have everybody from downtown partnership. You still have, you know, me, Aaron, you know, like yeah. all, yeah. all the people, you know, behind the scenes that work out, you know, on the board and things like that. So this competition is, is pretty unique in that way where, you know, like it's not just a competition. It's still people there wanting to help you succeed in your dream. So you know, since, since you put it together that way, I think I, yeah, I already won the prize. Mm-hmm. So say I'm already being able to work with professionals. I have been able to, to define the idea and I, and I think I am able to move to the next step. Yeah. Um, but if I win the other part of the prize, I will, that will definitely help me with the other side of the business. Yeah. It's, it's a great contest in that way. Yes, it is. Um, okay. Uh, so we're going to go to our top five. Okay. So I got, I got a couple top fives that I need from you, Federico. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So I need your top five Argentinian dishes. Argent, is it Argentine at this point or is it Argentinian? Uh, I think I can go both ways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go. We'll go Argentine. top five Argent Argentine dishes. Asado, barbecue for sure. Barbecue <laughs> is the first one. Number Everybody, one. Everybody, baby, once a week or twice with the friends. Oh, that is so good. I know that I'm home once I get there. I once I eat the barbecue there. I say, oh, okay, I'm home. Yeah. So Milanesa is the number mm, two. All right. Milanesa. Well, what kind of meat? Uh, so it is breaded meats. Yeah. It's usually made out of lomo. I'm not, I'm not sure the name in English. I think it, that's it the, the skirt, right? Probably. No, no, not the skirt. 
Okay. It is. It is. It is like a um, rebuy. No, uh, yeah, it's probably like I think it's the rebuy okay. without the without the bone. Oh wow! And they pound that thin and and yes. bread it. Oh, yes. I mm-hmm. had to try that one this week with with fries. That is my second one. Okay. Then pasta with a lot of cannellones. Mmm, love cannellones. Mm-hmm. Cannellones. Uh, then lomo. Uh, we call it lomo, but it's a sandwich made with. You have the beef. Then it has eggs, like a fried egg, and then cheese, ham, tomato, and lettuce. It is like a big sandwich. So I kind I had an empanada that way. I had the egg and the and the uh, the the ham. It was all inside an empanada, but it was a hard boiled egg inside. Is that something that you ever heard of? Yes. Okay. uh, Actually, my traditional empanada have a hard egg. Yeah. Inside and and one olive, and then empanadas. Empanadas. (laughs) Of course, they are they are everywhere. When you get together with uh, for birthday parties or meetups or with your family, you have an appetizer that they are usually the empanadas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so yes, I, I have a top top ten actually. <laughs> I could continue talking about food. Hey man, I'm, I'm getting super hungry talking to you to tell you <laughs> the truth. All right, so second top five. I need your top five bakeries in Sacramento. Cause I know you're doing your studying. I know oh, yeah. you got to travel around to these I different bakeries. Different. Make mm-hmm. sure your competition is right. So top five bakeries in Sacramento. That is the, the more fast, the, the funniest part of the R and D. I ate a lot of fried chicken coming up with my recipe, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely like Farias. Mm. I like the product. Mm-hmm. I think that they have a great quality. Um, I like Mahoroba. Mahoroba is this Japanese bakery. I think that they probably involve more my idea. You, you people go there and buy by the dozen or twenty pastries. Okay. Um, my number three. I like Stales. Okay, Stales, yep. I think that my first two are the ones that I prefer the most, but then I have Stales. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like Stales. Um, which one else? Uh, I've, I've been going more to coffee shops than bakeries, but I like Edores also. Okay, Edores have been around forever. Mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> I, I made the honor, thankfully. I was able to. Oh, that's cool. Former owner, actually. And then for my number five, uh, let me let me think. I would think I think I, I will leave that one open. I, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't have another one coming to my mind. Oh, okay. Now. Yeah, and you know, like something that you said in there about uh, what was the second one? The Japanese bakery, Mahoroba. Mahoroba. Uh huh. Study that. Yeah, study them. If that's what you want to be, study what they're doing. You know, like study everything. Go in there as much as you can. You know, like just 
you know, see what they're doing because there's no there's nobody saying that you could take this Japanese concept and turn it into your Argentinian content uh, concept. You know what right. I mean? So if you like that concept, just go with it. You know, like yes. and and something that a lot of people, especially in our in our industry. We got to get out of thinking that we're the first ones to come up with this stuff. You know right, what I mean? No. Like everything's yeah, been, yeah, every, yeah, exactly. The wheels already invented, you know, like we, you know, if, if you see a concept that's working, I'm not saying go in there, still at recipes, but if you're like, cool, these guys are doing this. Maybe I could do this. Everybody does it. So if yeah. you like that concept, Go with something similar to that concept, you know? <laughs> so that, that's my advice to you. All right. So at the end of the podcast, we're, we're going to come in hot. And this is any topic that you want to talk about. It could be political. It could be about your calling all dreamers mentor. It could be about, you know, Sacramento in general. You know, Argentina is better than anything in the world. You know, like, so Federico Garcia, it is time to come in hot. What you got? (laughs) I think that's something that I got really surprised when I came to Sacramento is the diversity that you find here. You find a lot of different cultures that I, I never heard of in Argentina. Um, I am, I am sur- not surprised and uh, surprised and in the good way and happy how all this culture are able to live together. And I think the Sacramentians really appreciate diversity. Mm-hmm. People love, you find people saying, I love Indian food. I love Thai food. I, and you can choose any kind of food here. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that diversity and um, how people bring their culture here and they are proud to be of a different culture is what made me more comfortable being from outside and saying, okay, this place can be called home mm-hmm. because I, I, I feel, I feel like I, that I fit here. Yeah. No, uh, you're I think correct. That diversity is a, is a, something that I appreciate the most. Nah, you're so correct with that. And, you know, like growing up, like I grew up in the Northgate uh, area, North Natomas, uh, South Natomas, like all around Natomas pretty much. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I grew up around is a lot of different uh, races and respecting, you know, like the Mexican race. That was something that I grew up with, you know, like pretty much first 12 years of my life. And then going to high school and, you know, majority white, you know, school. But, you know, there was still a lot of, you know, like uh, there was still a lot of people to get into their cultures and and talk about them, about their cultures. But, you know, Sacramento is a melting pot and it continues to grow. And, you know, like everybody that comes through and I'm super excited to to try your food. Um, you know, you. another thing that I say is stay out there at those farmers markets, keep getting your name out there. I know you're busy right now being a solopreneur and, you know, pretty much, you know, with your wife's help, of course, but this is your mm-hmm. dream. 
And, you know, yes, like you got to work for your dream. And it already seems like you had that conversation with your wife is like, this is what I want to do, babe. So, you yes. know, like either help me or get out the way, but we going to be here. You know what I mean? And that's a tough conversation you got to have with it your is. wife because I had to have it. And, yes. you know, I had to say, Hey, you know, this shit might not work out, but I need to do it for us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it yeah. seems like that's what you're doing. And I appreciate your hard work and I appreciate you coming on here. Um, go ahead and plug all your social, your website, how they could get a hold of those empanadas and those baked goods. Go ahead, man. Thank you. So if, if you would like to order on trail empanadas or pres- or pastries, you can order them through my website. I am not doing farmers markets at the moment, but if you want to try them, we can arrange a delivery or a pickup uh, time. And also remember, please vote for Gusto Gaucho at colinodreamer.org and or national proper. You can vote in person. <laughs> you can vote in person at national proper 1023 K yes. Street. And yes, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'm not sure how we done. <laughs> nah, hey, Federico. <laughs> hey, man, nah, you've been a great. Um, thank you for coming through um, for those delicious mouth-watering hot chicken sandwiches. Holla at me, www.nashandproper.com. Yeah, you can holla at us at Nash and Proper at nashandproper.eg. You can holla at me directly at Chef Cease. Don't forget to subscribe to where you listen to any of your podcasts that coming in hot with Chef Cease. I will see you next week. Love you. Peace. <laughs>